Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Just recently deceased A real cool mom Musical version of Tina Fey Tina Fey Now come with me and fly I am your host, Miss Carrie Butler Together you and I are breaking Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. For Mental Health Awareness Month, I decided to do some rejection stories because those always lift me up when I see people who I um, admire and hear that they were turned down a lot. makes me think, okay, I could keep going. (laughs) I have so many. I have so many. (laughs) I had agents tell me I would never make it. My college almost cut me from school because they didn't think I was I was doing good enough in in my musical theater program. Uh, but another really good story is one year I did the readings for a bunch of new musicals. So I think we, we've talked yeah we've talked about how they create new musicals and they always do readings and you have to audition for them and it's basically you know, they're raising money for the show. So most of the time, the people who do the readings end up going with the show to Broadway. So I did the readings for, I was Ariel in The Little Mermaid. I was Elle in Legally Blonde. I was Kira in Xanadu. I was, I don't remember her name, in uh, Wedding Singer. And I think there was one more, but I don't remember. But anyway, that's starring roles in four big shows that were going to Broadway. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, which one am I going to choose? I am feeling so full of myself. <laughs> Cut to getting replaced in every single one. All of them replaced me. And luckily, and if I, and I, I was thinking if I had to choose, I would have chosen Little Mermaid because I'm obsessed with Little Mermaid. Um, she's my favorite Disney princess. But I didn't get to choose And then Xanadu, they cast 
Jane Krakowski, obviously, because she's a bigger name than me. And she also can roller skate and she's amazing. So they cast her in Xanadu. And then she decided that she couldn't do it or she or she didn't want to do it. Something maybe it conflicted with her schedule. So she wasn't going to do it. And then they came back to me and asked me if I would do it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then that is what got me the Tony nomination. So you just never, you never know what's going to happen. I always think like when I get rejected, it's because something better is coming along. So my first guest uh, telling me a rejection story is one of my best friends, Laura Bell Bundy, who funnily enough, ended up getting L in Legally Blonde. Um, and uh, <laughs> I remember her calling me from her car and, and being like, Carrie, I can't stop listening to you singing on these demos for Legally Blonde. And I'm like, Warren. <laughs> um, but she ended up getting Legally Blonde and uh, I could never ever do what she does. I mean, she was fantastic and I can barely walk in heels. And she she was an incredible dancer, singer, triple threat in that show. Now, Laura Bell Bundy is starring in the TV show Fairly Odd Parents. Laura Bell, tell us your thoughts on rejection. There is not a single one of us in this industry that hasn't experienced rejection. It's just the name of the game. You don't get 80% of the things you go in for. And, and you couldn't because there's not time to do all those projects. I, I believe that you get the projects that you're supposed to get uh, because your life changes with every project. And uh, you make friends that are in your life forever, like you're in my life, Carrie, because we were both not rejected from hairspray, but we were rejected from other jobs that kept us available to do hairspray and then become lifelong friends. So I think there's something almost spiritual about it in terms of like how I deal with rejection. Uh, rejection is perhaps protection from something that your soul doesn't want for you. So I look at it like that, but I will tell you a pretty good rejection story. So I, I had, uh, I had just finished doing Wicked and I decided that I wanted to go out to LA and I was like, you know, I'm not coming back to New York until I am, um, the lead in an original musical on Broadway. Okay. That was like the goal I had set to myself and put into the universe. And I went to LA and I thought, you know, I'm going to do TV and it was pilot season. And that was back in the day when pilot season was like an actual thing. You know, every network was doing pilots and there was a ton of them. And, um, and, uh, and so we, all you would do is just go on like two or three auditions a day. And there's something called testing. So that's when, you know, typically how it works and depending on your level in the industry, you go in to audition for casting. And then if they like you, you come back for a callback, which is with producers. And then after that, um, if it's going further, you're going to test. And when you test, you negotiate your entire contract for like six years, six seasons. They tell you how much money you're going to make. And uh, you start to realize, oh my gosh, I'm seeing my future in front of me. And you start wrapping your head around it. And you're like, oh my God, I've made it. Um, there's like this feeling that, and it's so nerve wracking. And then when you test, you go, um, you, you know, you do you basically essentially audition for the studio and the network. And by the time you test, there's only 
two to four people in the running for your part. Um, and when you test at the studio, uh, it's probably four. And then when you go to the network, there's always two. Uh, it seems like there's two. Um, and, and it is this thing of like one person's destiny is going to be really altered because they got so close to this thing. So I, I give all this explanation to, I'm out in LA for, for the pilot season and it starts to go well for me. I get, uh, some callbacks and I get asked to test, uh, for, I don't, remember the first one I think it was my name is Earl was actually a successful show and I got past the studio and I got um to the network and it was between uh me and uh the gal who got it whose name is blanking on me Jamie Presley it was between me and Jamie Presley for the part and I didn't get it okay so I go back in and keep auditioning for other things and I get I test for something else which is something called Kitchen Con- Confidential and I didn't get it and I then I got asked to test for another thing and I tested for 10 things that pilot season and I didn't get any of them (laughs) and so I saw my life flash in front of my eyes this possibilities for myself of getting so close that I could taste it you know, going from the fact that 100 girls auditioned and said it was just between me and another one. And it kept happening and happening. And actually, the like eighth time I literally put a wood chip on my shoulder, which is ironic, the song Chip on My Shoulder and Legally Blonde. I put a wood chip on my shoulder just to give myself like a sense of confidence. I have a chip on my shoulder. I keep doing this. I keep, what is wrong with me? I keep getting so close. So I don't get the last one, which was a pilot called Dirt Bags. And about... A week and a half, two weeks later, I'm um, I'm on a jog, and I get a phone call um, from this woman in casting that I was friends with at Fox, and says, um, "So your deal, your test deal is up, but we would be curious if you would still honor your test deal if for dirt bags." And I was like, "What?" And they said, well, we believe we've made a mistake. Um, and, uh, and, and so would you be available to work next week? It was just the craziest thing. It was like, it ain't over till it's over. And I had put it out of my mind completely. And I definitely went through like a little emotional moment, you know, after the 10th one that I needed to be like scooped out of by love and friends. Um, but then it ended up coming back around and I did this pilot. And of course, it doesn't get picked up <laughs> because they don't. But there is something about like what ended up happening in the year or so that followed is all of these shows went. They all ended up getting picked up except for the one I did, Dirtbags, and going for a while. A lot of them did. And the next year is when I got called about Legally Blonde and... I believe I was supposed to do that musical in my life. I was supposed to do that thing. And if I had done those TV shows, I wouldn't be wouldn't have been available to do that thing. So however, I was guided in that way. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be in this business. You can't predict the future. You don't know what the universe holds for you. 
Um, but you do have to trust. And the most important thing is that when you're auditioning, that you go in and you commit, then you make strong choices and you have a good time. And you imagine that your audition is as if you have the job and that that feels good. That's fun. And we can do that and then we can leave the audition. We can toss the sides in the trash and never think about it again. But we had a good time when we did it. So that's my philosophy around that. And uh, yeah, rejection's a bitch, but it's also protection. And it's also saving you um, for the best thing that's right for you. Thank you so much, Laura. Laura and I became friends during Hairspray. Very fast, best friends, and um, our dressing room is always a mess. Um, (laughs) Next up is a new friend, Telly the Young. We performed in Disney together uh, in the actual Disney world because I was Belle. And he was in Aladdin and uh, Disney has Disney on Broadway concerts, which is amazing. We get to perform in Disney World, my dream. And so Telly is going to tell us uh, his rejection story, kind of about how he got Aladdin. Oh, Carrie, my favorite rejection story. Oh, gosh, there are so many, Carrie. Which one to choose from? (laughs) Um, But... um, The one I'd like to share with you is actually a rejection story that has a happy ending. So in 2008, I auditioned to replace one of the evil eels in Disney's The Little Mermaid on Broadway. Um, And uh, it was Flotsam or Jetsam. I can't remember. It was quite some time ago, 2008, right? So uh, I remember also at the time that every actor in New York City was running around in their Heelys in preparation for auditions for the little mermaid heelys were these sneaker like shoes with wheels on the bottom and that's how that's how all of the underwater characters swam on stage and they they were really popular with kids at the time so but every adult i knew who was in show business tried to find the adult sized heelys and i remember spending many hours at the new york sports club on 41st street which was right next to rent which was the show i was doing at the time spending many hours in that workout studio dancing in my heelys and having everybody look at me like i was crazy but you got to do what you got to do to get the job right well all of those hours in my heelys paid off because i made it all the way down to final callbacks for the entire creative team and of course for tom schumacher who's the big guy in charge at disney theatrical well i made it all the way down to the wire it was just down to me and a couple of other boys and i did not get the job now you have to know when you're that close and you, you're, you're all the way down to final callbacks for a Broadway show and you don't get the job and you're so close that you can taste the job, it is, of course, going to be a disappointment. And, of course, as actors, we deal with rejection all the time. But when it's so close that you can taste it, it's um, it stings just a, a little harder. And so, you know, like like all actors do, I, I was upset about it, of course, and I was disappointed and I felt rejected. I called friends, we we had a margarita, we had a drink over it, and then, you know, eventually you move on, and you move on to do other things, and you have other auditions, and, and other, other successes, and other disappointments, right? Well, fast forward nine years, now I am doing my very, very first press event as Aladdin. Uh, this was for an event called Stars in the Alley, which was a live concert, a free concert in Schubert Alley. I wasn't even in the show yet. My debut as Aladdin was going to be the following week, but this was sort of going to be my way of um, introducing myself as Aladdin to the entire Broadway community. It was my big first press event in the as the role. I was singing Proud of Your Boy with a full orchestra. Um, and Tom Schumacher was there 
Well, the performance goes over very, very well. Tom pulls me aside. He congratulates me. He tells me he's very excited to have me in the show. And he makes a little confession to me, which is that he says to me, you know, Telly, I still remember your audition from The Little Mermaid 10 years ago. It was almost 10 years ago. And he was like, we loved you then. It just wasn't a right fit. We've been trying and waiting for something to fit at Disney for you. And I feel like Aladdin is finally that show and the opportunity finally came where you were really, really right for something. And we've been waiting to work with you for 10 years. It blew my mind that somebody like Tom Schumacher, who besides being a wonderful human being, is also one of the busiest people in show business, that he would even remember that audition from 10 years ago, that that audition, which I thought was such a disappointment and such a a moment of failure for me, was actually a moment that helped me get another job, another amazing job, almost 10 years later. So um, for everybody out there, just, you know, I know this business is full of rejection and it is... um, it, it is hard on the soul sometimes, but please hang in there and also know that when you do get those moments of rejection, that oftentimes it's not about you or your talent or what you're bringing to the table. There are so many factors that go into whether or not somebody gets a job. Sometimes it's just really, truly not a good fit. And if anything, if you make a great impression, people will remember. And who knows, it might even help you get a job 10 years later, right? Thank you so much, Telly and Laura Bell. Uh, I hope that you found these rejection stories inspirational. I sure did. I always say to myself and to my kids, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And that's what I think about parts. I get what I'm meant to get. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please take a second to rate it. Check out my website, Carrie Butler Coach, for more info on private coaching and teaching at schools. You can follow me on Instagram, Carrie Butler One, and visit bpn.fm slash Breaking Broadway for all ways to listen, follow, subscribe, hear past episodes of Breaking Broadway, and find out more information. Together you and I are Breaking Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.